Alright folks, how you doing? Welcome back to the True Results 303 podcast. I am Russell, your host. Once again, I want to thank you for spending your time with me. Time is valuable. Excuse me. And you are here. I hope it's not only entertaining, but you are learning something that is helping you throughout your journey of life, mind, body, spirit. Once again, please don't forget to share this stuff on your social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever social media outlets that you use. And if you want to follow the community, it's True Results 303, T-R-U-R-E-S-U-L-T-S 303. And we're on Facebook, Twitter, Google Plus, and YouTube. Once again, if you go to YouTube, we have fitness videos, motivational videos, nutritional videos, self-help, self-improvement, a little bit of everything, whatever I'm learning on a daily basis, weekly basis, I'm trying to share with you, so hopefully once again it's going to help you on your journey. So, I want to take a quick second here to say thank you to some of the subscribers on SoundCloud, that's what I'm hosting through. Um, I looked up iTunes, I am not an Apple user. Um, So I'm trying to access iTunes off of just a Windows laptop. I haven't seen any reviews or comments. Maybe it's because I am not using an Apple product, but if you are commenting, I will definitely add in some of your insight but I just want to say thank you and I don't know if these people on SoundCloud are real you know how nowadays we have these scammers because some of these people were already subscribers but now it's showing they have re-followed or you know followed me so I'm not even going to announce them I got a decent memory in that sense so a big thank you to Haley McBride she is now following Brianna Tilgman, thank you. And then No Fly Zone 8068. And then there is B underscore Mullins 19. Thank you for following. Thank you for subscribing. It is greatly appreciated. So today I'm going to go with. The evolution of religion. Now, religion is a big topic. We have the structured religions. Now we have this form of just spirituality where it is, you know, you you follow your own path. I've got my own thoughts on that. Of course, I will talk about that towards the end. I don't have it on my notes here, so hopefully I will remember to add it in. So, let's go. So, I'm going to start with Buddhism. The main the main religions I'm going to use is Buddhism, Hinduism. I might add kind of like the the native, I guess you could call religions or um what do they call them? Um, the ancient tribes 
you know, like the Mayan Indians and things like that. Judaism, and of course for me, Christianity, Catholicism. And I'm going to try to tie it all in and how there is an evolution, an evolution of religion or spirituality. And so it starts with Buddhism. And we've got to understand coming from a Christian perspective like myself, it is God uses man what you know whether good or bad god is always going to accept us and use us you know one of the great terms i've always heard is you'll never find a perfect church and if you do don't attend it because once you start it is no longer perfect but god can use us whether we are good you know in good and bad times and unfortunately i forgot some of my notes i had to rewrite them so you're going to have to bear with me but buddhism you know, some of the main concepts that I get from it is when I did my research, sorry I'm writing here trying to remember my notes that I had forgotten, is they kind of have the four noble truths and the things to live by, right? And then they have meditation, and then they had a, a great understanding, Buddha had a great understanding of suffering, and how suffering is of value in this life. Because we've got to understand that we are all, you know, we are not meant for this world. We are meant for the afterlife or for the kingdom of God. However you want to recognize it, right? So we had the Four Noble Truths, meditation, suffering, and kind of, he had enlightenment. I'm not a fan of enlightenment, and I'll talk about it later. But Buddhism had a, uh, Buddha had a really good grasp of what was going on. And for me, this is before God kind of stepped on the scene. I know if you read Genesis, you get that confusion of like God created the world in seven days, right? And God was there from the beginning. God was there from the beginning. But we've got to understand that the Bible is not a book. It's a collection of books. So it's more of a library. And there are different sections of a library, right? Fiction, nonfiction, fantasy, science, health, whatever you want to go off of. So we've got to understand that's how the Bible is. Some to be taken literally and some not to be taken literally. And of course what I'm going to be talking about right now is if you, if you were to actually talk to a, a Catholic theologian, he would probably think I'm crazy. So this is not Catholic teaching. It is my own personal opinion and just the craziness that bubbles around in my brain when I am sitting alone by myself. So Buddha, Four Noble Truths, Meditation, Suffering, and I think they had a form of reincarnation. I could have been wrong. I should have done a little bit more research. Okay, and that's good. So in my opinion, it's kind of God's looking down. He's looking at this guy Buddha and the world, right? And he's looking at Buddha and he's He's evaluating him because that's how God does. You know, he always looks down on us. He knows all. God is all. God is everywhere. So he's he's acknowledging this being Buddha. And he's like, this is a good work. This, this, guy's, this guy's doing some, he's putting in work, you know. He, he's got some of the basic concepts of, of what needs to be happening. And then Hinduism sets, steps on the scene. And I'm not really sure, you know, the how it came into existence. Once again, like I said, I'm not 
an expert in any of these. If, if you're going to call me an expert in anything, I guess you could say more of Catholicism, Christianity, but I'm far from an expert. So once again, you always have to do your own research. Um, next is going to be Hinduism. And, they've, and they have this thought of there is, there is ultimate truth, right? Um, and then they have, I, I didn't write it, but for them it's like scripture is the authority, which is the, Va- the I think I said it was the Vedas, Vedas. Now comes in multiple God worship and reincarnation. I think Buddhism had reincarnation as well, right? So there is ultimate truth. Scripture has an authority because they have scripture of their own. Multiple gods and reincarnation. These are just some of the few things. Like I said, I didn't go too deep into it. I could be completely wrong and I definitely could be missing some very important concepts. So... Work with me, okay? And I had a buddy who was actually, parents were Hinduism. He was Canadian. His parents were from India. And I remember going into their house and you would sit down, or they had, you know, some of these bigger houses, they have a room where nobody really sits in, only for special occasions. Uh, I mean, they weren't that rich to where their house was massive, but they did have that little second living room when you first came in. And, you know, they had the the God with all the different hands. Um, I think she's female. And they had like the prayer blanket and everything. and um, But anyway, so I, I knew a, a Hindu guy. He wasn't spiritual at all. I wish at this time now I could look back and wish I could have been more involved in, in knowing his family to kind of know more of it and get an, an actual first-hand experience. But like I said, for me, I was young and dumb, a big party guy then, so I didn't really know much. I was really ignorant in those times and some, and even to this day. Um, and then comes along Judaism, right? So instead of the four noble noble truths, now we have the Ten Commandments. God intervenes. God is is the master, maybe the father, some would say, even though back then they didn't really see him as the father. Sacrifice comes into play. Sacrificing to God. We had already had sacrifice in the past with these ancient tribes, right? They would sacrifice virgins. They worshiped the sun, Kind of like the multiple God thing with Hinduism. They worship the sun. They worship the lake. They worship the stars. They worship um, the tree. All because of the things that were provided from these creatures. These created things. But we must understand that we can't worship the created. We can only worship the creator. So I hope that makes sense. We must worship the creator. And then we must understand that the first commandment, because this is going to go into this new age spirituality, is we are not God. That's like kind of the first commandment. We are not God. You are not God. There is only one God, right? So those are just some of the basics of Judaism. Of course, it gets a lot more intense. There's way more rules and you know all these other different things. Uh, but these are the basics, the Ten Commandments. God finally intervenes. God has his chosen people, the people that will be the example for the rest of the world, right? Follow the example of these people that I have chosen to give the rules to, give the commandments to, um, teach the ways, and they, from then on out, will go and teach as well. They will be teachers. That's what I think we've got to understand as chosen. I, th- I think we see it as kind of a playing favorites, but God has to select someone. No matter what, even if you're a company owner... You have to select someone as your vice president or as your foreman or as your supervisor. You have to give certain powers or certain 
um, what's the word I'm looking for? Certain, snap my finger because I can't think of the word. Um, you know, just certain, I just almost had the word. Yeah, certain powers to these people, responsibilities, there's the word I'm looking for, um, to, to make sure that the path is followed. Okay? Next, now there's this crazy dude born named Jesus, right? And this guy comes in claiming to be God. Claiming to be the king. Claiming to be the man, right? So this is where Catholicism comes into play. This is fulfillment of the scriptures from Judaism. But unfortunately, people thought Jesus was going to be a conqueror and a king, not understanding that he was going to be the ultimate sacrifice. So from now on, we would no longer need to sacrifice animals, humans, anything like that, because God is the ultimate sacrifice. God comes to sacrifice himself. And in my opinion, it only makes sense to understand that you lead by example. So if God exists, the final step is for God to come down to earth and be the ultimate example and be perfection and be love and be everything, right? It only makes sense in my opinion that he comes down to the earth and becomes the ultimate example uh, example, and once again the ultimate sacrifice so that no longer will any sacrifices need to be made and of course and of course with Jesus since he is a fulfillment of the scriptures he must fulfill the commandments so he comes up with I would say not new commandments but it would be some of them are love your neighbor well I say also love your enemy right he said, um, you heard it said, do not commit adultery, but if you lust, you commit adultery. Okay. Next, this is where women now start to play an important role because in the day of Judaism, women were looked down upon. And of course, we all know, I would assume, I didn't look at women's roles in Hinduism or Buddhism, but I don't think they had that... Um, men didn't look upon them as inferior and they especially didn't in the native cultures right they had very valuable jobs so now Jesus is bringing women back into the the societal picture showing great value and the church itself recognizes that as in we have we venerate Mary we have female saints and I've heard people say but the church actually suppresses women but if you look at the three greatest figures in the last hundred years of Christianity it's Pope John Paul II Mother Teresa and Mother Angelica so the three most popular or, or you know the most important Catholics in the in the last hundred years are two women okay Now, how else does it evolve, right? We already have this multiple gods from these other forms of spirituality. Multiple gods, right? So, God came down. He's like, yeah, we've got these, we've got people worshiping multiple gods. This isn't right. You know, there are holy people and the Catholic Church sees it as we have saints. These are people that we can look up to as 
a football athlete would look up to Peyton Manning. A basketball player would look up to LeBron James. A son looks up to his father, right? We need to know that there is someone else, some other human, flawed man, flawed person that can achieve and do these things. And that's what the saints are. They're not to be praised as gods, but they are, once again, examples of flawed creatures, flawed humans, able to live a holy life. So I hope that makes sense. Then, instead of reincarnation, this new concept, and it wasn't really new because there were some Jewish priests that believe in life after death, but there were some that didn't. And this is where Jesus starts preaching life after death, heaven and hell, not reincarnation. But when it comes to that reincarnation, my understanding of reincarnation is you reincarnate until you are able to understand your purpose. And then finally you get to go into the afterlife. I hope I'm correct on that. But for Catholicism, there isn't reincarnation, but there is purgatory. And this is a place where we go for purification because nothing can go to heaven to be with God unless it is pure and holy. And unfortunately, we are flawed human beings, flawed creatures, and we are not perfect. Okay, and then one of the main messages now of Jesus, if you if you really look into it, is that we can be God. God is within us. He wants us. He even says, "Be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect." So he knows it is possible, but unfortunately, with the spiritual warfare, sin, and all these things, it makes it difficult. For us to achieve, but Jesus is here to tell us that it is possible. That it is possible, okay? And then last but not least, I'm going to go with Jesus finally establishes the kingdom with the Pope. For Catholics. And if I remember right, I didn't have it on my, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't have it on my on my notes here but I think Hinduism as well has those spiritual leaders so does Buddhism Judaism of course they all have those spiritual leaders uh, but unfortunately kind of everyone kind of teaches their own thing I made a video uh, on this very same topic similar to this at least on Buddhism or Buddha or Jesus who was right and a guy got really upset but from what I understood it was uh, Buddhism now, unfortunately, has taken on the same the same issue as Christianity, where everybody wants to come up with their own little version. So, unfortunately, it ends up getting perverted and it loses its true being and its true, you know, the the truth of the matter. So, Buddhism has been distorted, just like Christianity has been distorted. Uh, but if you're talking to any Catholic, which I am Catholic, it is, you know, Catholicism is the original form of Christianity. Um, but a kingdom has been established on earth. Power has been given to the Pope. Okay? So that's kind of right there in a nutshell, the evolution of 
religion for that section, and then forgiveness of sins. Jesus comes for the ultimate forgiveness of sins. So, and once again, it is God leading by example. It only makes common sense that God leads by example. Next, what do we have? I think another reason thing that only makes sense is only common sense is here on earth we have this vessel that we walk around in, right? Which is our body. And we must feed it with things of this world. We must feed it with food, water, dr you know, drinks, liquids, foods, things like that. Things that grow on trees, water, teas, um, these medicinal teas and things like that that can help nourish the body and uplift and give you the ability to do things and keep moving and stay alive. So Jesus had get, has given us the Eucharist. So if, if you're not Catholic, the Eucharist is the body and blood of Christ. The bread is taken. The wine is taken. It is blessed. And once it is blessed, it becomes, into, it becomes the body and blood of Christ. So if on earth our bodies need nourishment from the earth because we were made from earth, isn't it only right? Doesn't it only make sense that our spirit, that our soul must be nourished with the food of God, the food of heaven? The spirit must be nourished with the food of God, the food of heaven, the body and blood of God, the body and blood of Christ. To me, it, it only makes sense. And of course, only if you're a spiritual person. If you are on that spiritual journey, it'll make sense. If you're an atheist, none of it makes sense. One of the, one of the great quotes I heard was, if, if, you, if you have faith and you believe, you know, there's, there's no proof needed. But if you don't believe, there's never going to be enough proof. So next we're going to go on this concept of meditation versus prayer. And this is where I'm going to talk about where they say, uh, well, no, I'm not going to go there. So meditation versus prayer. They're, they're different um, from Christian to, to Buddhism. Now, from what I've understood and from my studying, Buddhist meditation is an emptying of self, right? You empty yourself. And the best way I've heard it was it's kind of like the Big Bang. There was nothing. Bang. All of a sudden, there was something. So if you can totally empty yourself, you are able to now open these new channels. Something along those lines. Now, I know that was probably a horrible description, um, but I hope that gets the point across. Or same thing I've heard like a seed. If you cut it open, there's nothing in it, but great things grow from it. Now, prayer, on the other hand, is a different thing. Christian prayer, this is where you're going to be talking to God and listening to God. Our form of meditation is listening to God as well. You listen to God. You pray, you talk to Him as He is a friend. You are building a relationship with God. And that was the one thing that I didn't say about Christianity. Religion is God, uh, man searching for God. Christianity, God has come down to earth. God is searching for us. God wants the relationship with us. God is setting the example saying, look, this is what I need from you. So Christianity is God searching for man. And Christian prayer as well is reading the scriptures, reading the Bible, and meditating on the scriptures. 
on the word and trying to get an understanding of what God is trying to say or speak through the scripture. So for me, the issue is here is this is almost the enlightenment thing with the Buddhism, the enlightenment. The difficult thing with the enlightenment is, is that's what happened to Adam and Eve when they ate from the fruit of knowledge. They were enlightened. Right? Then they knew they were naked. Then they were ashamed. Then they hid themselves from God. So enlightenment, and I apologize for all that noise, enlightenment is not the objective. The objective is becoming one with God. Okay? And that's the problem with the Buddhist meditation. You are going in for enlightenment and you are going for emptying of self. And once you become an empty vessel, they're doing construction outside, I apologize. And I'm just in the living room. And once you become an empty vessel, anything can enter and take over this empty vessel. And that's why we need to be careful when we are trying to enter a state of emptiness. Because difficult things can happen. Okay? Next is this concept of heaven and hell. I want to deal with this. This concept of heaven and hell. Because um, people want to say, well, why, could, why would God let someone go to hell? And if we think about it, it's this concept of free will, which a lot of people don't understand. But you got to understand that God loves you so much that he lets you choose. Okay, He's going to let you choose whichever direction you want to go because he gives you free will. So all heaven really is, and this is a, an issue or a misconception. I hope I didn't say this in another video. If I did, I apologize. Um, but heaven and hell. Heaven is just... Being in the presence of God, where hell is, there God is not there. Okay, we've got to understand, that's all heaven and hell is. Heaven is being with God, hell is not being with God. So that's why God must be your number one priority. If God's not your number one priority, then you're most likely not going to heaven. Now this concept of free will, and this is where a lot of people struggle with free will. We've got to understand we have free will, and... What I have used the, the my main example is a, is a dog, right? Thanks a lot, people. If a dog's in heat, it's gonna go out and hump anything, right? My cousin had had a dog. She had puppies. That dog ended up impregnating its own mother. It has no free will. It's victim to its hormones, right? shut all my windows but one and now they're just moving about out there but once again a god uh, a dog is subject to its hormones so when these scientists want to tell you that we are all just hormones and chemical reactions and electrical impulses that's a lie because if you were you would be out there trying to just you know do whatever at any time but we have the free will to say no. We have that conscience. And then the next thing we've got to understand is that with this free will, there are consequences. Right? Like me. 
I just turned 34. I partied hard and did a bunch of dumb crap growing up until I was 26, 27. Right? Now, unfortunately, that probably had an impact on my health. No matter how healthy I try to be now, there are consequences for my actions. So, I might die at 55. My father just died at 55 from bladder cancer. Now, if I die because of cancer, whatever the case may be, it was my own free will to do all the dumb things that I did. And unfortunately, if I die at 55, that's a consequence of my actions. There are consequences. Now I'm going to go and I'm just going to jump. It's getting, I'm hitting the 30-minute mark. I usually try to stick to about 30 minutes. This concept of manifesting your own destiny, right? This whole, you know, the whole movement on this documentary called The Secret. The Secret. Believe it and you can achieve it, right? So simple. And in my opinion, this is almost the Joel Osteen form of Christianity, right? So believe it and you can achieve it, right? And this is my main concept. I just did a video on why heaven and hell exist. And this was my main uh, concept that I used for it. And, and what is the downfall of this, right? Once again, the downfall is thinking that you can't, you are God. And we've got to understand that the main rule is you are not God. God is God. God has a plan for you. And that's the unfortunate thing. You know, don't get me wrong. You, you can have whatever career you want in your life if it makes you happy and stuff. But we always got to be able and willing to understand that God has a plan for us as well. And that's going to be the ultimate form of happiness is understanding God's plan. And all I want to say is I believe in this manifesting your own destiny and stuff like that, but I believe in God's plan as well. And you've got to be able to coordinate what you think you want in your life to what you think God, you know, to what God wants for you. And I think there is this happy medium. Like I said, God uses us at every point in our life um, for a lesson in our own lives and to be a blessing to those around us, whether what you know, our actions are good or bad, there was always something beautiful to come out of it. But we've got to understand that God has a plan for us. We are not God. And I think that's just the big issue nowadays with this, this uh, new age movement is you want to be God. And we've got to understand that that's, that's not what it is. And this is where I come up with the concept of why heaven and hell is real. This is why heaven and hell is real. If you, we are communal people, right? We are social beings. We have our groups. We like to be around people for the most part. Me, not so much. But we've got to understand that if we are communal people and there is power in groups, if you're sitting there by yourself trying to manifest this, I want this job, I want this house, I want this car, I want to be rich. You've got to understand that there are one billion Catholics on this earth, one billion Christians on this earth, you know, well, not Christians, one billion Catholics, however many Christians, however many Muslims, right? And these main forms 
of religion, of spirituality, believe in a heaven and a hell. So if you have that many people manifesting a heaven and a hell, I hate to say it, if we are a believer that you can manifest your own destiny and we have 2 billion people manifesting a heaven and a hell, unfortunately heaven and hell exists. And especially since it's already been shown that when we pray and gather in numbers, it is way more beneficial than when you are alone. Okay? Same thing. Reason why even if you own your own company, you're only going to get so far by yourself. Eventually, you're going to have to hire someone and you're going to have to grow. And once you hire people and once you start to grow, things become better or larger. Right? So we've got to understand if if we have this concept of you can manifest a destiny when you have billions of people manifesting the same thing, it's a high probability that it exists. Food for thought for those that are non-Catholic, non-Christian, um, non-believers in heaven or hell, or you just have your trying to figure out what heaven and hell is. So I think I'm going to end it right there. Like I said, the evolution of religion. The good, the bad, and the ugly. And once again, I think we've just got to understand that, you know, either way, and why did I not add Muslim or Islam? The reason why I didn't is because, in my opinion, it's a step backwards. Right? From Buddhism to Hinduism, to, you know, from Buddhism to Hinduism to native tribes to Judaism to Catholicism, these are all evolution. Versus once we come to Islam, it takes another step back, almost to Judaism, if not even a little bit further back. So in my opinion, there was no evolution in, in Islam. It was a step backwards. So that's why I didn't really dive into it. I definitely want to read the Quran and, and do more studying on these things. It's just right now I'm studying for my new um, corrective exercise certifications. I'm making these podcasts. I'm doing the YouTube videos. I got to get to my book. I've got I've got so much stuff I need to do, and I'm just seriously slacking. I'm not going to lie. Um, but I hope this was food for thought. I hope it, it opened up some new areas of thought for you. Of course, I am Catholic, I am Christian, so it was heavy Christian Catholic centered. Um, but like I said, please leave comments, reviews, like I said, social media, Facebook, Twitter, Google Plus, True Results 303, YouTube True Results 303. I have bits and pieces of this information that I've talked this talk right here was probably about four different videos on YouTube so on YouTube I probably went into a little bit more depth because I just covered five YouTube videos in a 30 minute period and if you probably added all those videos up it would have been longer but once again if you want to comment and you you can't comment on on the podcast Comment on the videos. And once again, you can always reach me through email at TrueResults303. That's T-R-U-R-E-S. 
ULTS303 at gmail or at yahoo.com. Contact me. Let me know your thoughts. I'll bring it up in the next episode. It might give me, you know, spark my mind, help me grow. That's what it's always about. Just trying to grow on a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly basis. So once again, like I said, follow me on social media. Subscribe, you know, like all those pages. Subscribe to them. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. And share all this information on your social media platforms. And stay tuned for the next episode.